imagine Paul Rand going to Fiverr? No. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? Can you imagine? <laughs> He would he would lose he would lose his. You ever mind. see that show? What's that that Walt Disney show about the girl with all the emotions and oh, there's yeah. that guy whose head blows up? That's Paul Rand. Okay, anger. That's him. Short, stocky, and he's permanent fire over his head. <laughs> oh my god. Whoa. You're listening to the Angry Designer, where we cut through the industry bull to how frustrated graphic designers survive. And thrive. What's up, Johnny boy? Oh, hey, what's up with you? What's up? What's up? What's up? Um, Feels so weird doing it today. I was just going to say we're not going to say what day, but we we've changed we our day. We switched our day. Yes. And let's just say it was you know before it was closer to the end of the week. Yep. Now it's closer to the beginning of the week. Yes. Yeah. So so it's like now it's like if, you know you don't know what the week's going to be like. No, because and that's the thing, yeah, right? Yeah, well, today was nuts because of the. Our clients, yeah, you know, sales kickoff thing, but like the beginning was nuts. It was a little it bit kind of tailed off at the end. But see, for me, it was a little. It started off, you know, not so nuts, and then it got pissy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I was just, you know, it's like I have a I have a process, yeah. and if I if I follow that process, mm-hmm. shit always goes fine. Mm-hmm. Whenever I deviate from the process, <laughs> I get fucked. Burn. I'm telling you. And oh, no. I'm so pissed because, again, and I know better than this. <laughs> I know better than this. Last week, I entertained. I had a CEO. Or no, it was the marketing people. They wanted to talk about logo. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, 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 I'll give you some advice, this, that. Well, guess what? The fucking CEO bombs, Zoom bombs us, wants to join the fucking conversation. Oh, no. And I'm just like, okay, no problem, right? Again, I I know him. He knows me. I know, Mm -hmm. you know, his history. He he knows mine, apparently, because they're paying me. (laughs) And um, and he decides just because he wants to make some changes to the logo. Oh, no. And I'm just like, dude, I'm like, okay. And again, in my mind, I'm like... We have a process for this. this we have a process for this. Supposed to go. This is not how it's supposed to go. Oh. And again, his recommendations were, I don't even know where the fuck <laughs> they came from. They are on par with our whole, do you want to fucking duck with that? Because, you know, I like ducks. And so a duck should be in our logo because these were on par. I, I was like, dude, I, you know, I will show you what you want, but I mean, yeah. from an accessibility standpoint, you know, it's it's just not legible. Yeah. Well, I don't care. I think it's legible. Okay. Oh, no. Fine, right? And then it's like, okay, well, just so you know, you know, you know, this font is going to be really difficult to work with in the future because it's not a web-friendly font and, and you know, and it already, like, it's completely different than the brand. Well, I like it, so I don't care. Oh, no. And I'm just like, what, what the fuck? Oh. You know, and usually, again, usually- if we follow the process, yes. which we have, yeah. right? We list it. We make it collaborative. Everybody agrees at every stage. We list out our criteria or mm-hmm. our, our steps or our recommendations, our principles for a good logo, yeah. right? And so usually we're in control of all this. Mm. But because he bombed the meeting and, no, <laughs> and I think nobody knew and everybody yeah, was just like, was, yeah. what the hell just <laughs> – uh, it's like we were all <laughs> waiting for, for a joke moment or something. <laughs> Dude, honestly, and it was like, I should have, I should have just said no. You know, I should have said there's a better way to handle this. But again, what do you do? Mm. You know, this just out of nowhere, the CEO, yeah. the guy who basically is like, you know, no, you're gone. I don't like you. Yeah. I'd rather not go down that road yet. No. You know, I don't, I'm not in the mood to lose any clients quite yet. Um, yes. Or not this client anyway, but fuck. Yeah. I was so, dude, 
so so that that's how my Monday started. Oh, that's because awful. then it's just like and then and then I got more requests today and they were more ridiculous. Oh no. Okay, so that's how my week started. The oh. the request this week where I just like at this point I'm looking around <laughs> for a camera. I'm like, is this act like I don't think I don't think I, in I'm being pranked here. Is is dude, Agent Kusher I, around this here? This is this this feels like I was being pranked because again, I've never had such ridiculous requests than what I was going through. So I don't, I just, I just don't know what to do. So that's how my week started. Thank you. Thank God you had some bourbon. You know, I I, I said I'd be dry this month, but this bourbon is after after this. You deserve that. Fuck, dude. (laughs) Anyway, needless to pray. Yes. (laughs) I feel everybody's pain. And no matter what, you know, we create these processes to to cover our asses. And again, when when I follow it, we do generally, but no, I, I didn't. I acted like an amateur, and I, I am suffering from it right now, right? So that's that's where it's just like, damn it, you know? like how It's tough when the CEO gets in on it, though. You know what I mean? Like, that's a... It was like a Zoom bomb. Yeah. It was. This is not generally, it's not typically what what your these local presentation meetings are like. Not at all. Yeah. Okay, and in fact, I have CEOs who like... You know, jumping in on my conversations, oh, right? Our okay. largest customer, yeah. there's his CEO yeah. reaches out to me yes. for the yeah, most random true. request when he's <laughs> like, dude, we need a crazy ass t-shirt. Yeah, Can you yeah. hook us up? And I'm just like, you're the CEO of a billion dollar company and you're reaching out to me because you want a cool t-shirt. Yeah, you want a cool t-shirt. I'm on that. I'm done. I'm done with that. So, yeah. so you, you get those moments yes. where you feel good about yourself. Yes. And then with today, I'm just like, <laughs> do I even know what I'm doing? Like, Apparently, I, I can't even convince this guy against any sort of better judgment that, you know, I'm, I'm the expert here. Trust me just a little bit. <laughs> <sighs> Not everybody plays by the rules, Moss. Yeah, you know, right. I guess. I guess that's the way. It oh goes. God! So Ugh. when we follow the process, it works. When we don't, yep. we don't. But you know, again, to some people, apparently, mm-hmm. I guess they feel that I have creds, but other people view another. So yeah. it's just it's almost like the perception you put yes. in the person who's delivering. And apparently, the other CEO just felt he was a better logo designer than I was. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's going to backfire yeah. wildly on, we'll uh, see. We'll on see. this dude. But Yeesh. I mean, this kind of in a weird sort of way brings us to who we're talking about today. This really does. So when I get these crazy moments mm-hmm. and, you know, on how to proceed in the future, I tend to look to the past. Yes. Right? And yeah. I mean, everybody knows this. I've talked about this before. You know, if I need certain designs and I need to start thinking in the future, I look at old designs. I start thinking processes. I look at, you know, other things that happen. And I mean, even designers, yeah. right? I generally... I am fascinated yeah. with, you know, other graphic designers of last century. Wow, yeah. It feels so weird to say last century. Last but century. I really, know. though, it was, Whoa, right? Whoa, how old are um, we? I know, right? <laughs> but, um, and so, you know, I think that's where we came up today because it was just like, you know, with all the frustration and this and that that I fucking, you know, I brought myself down and just mm-hmm. be like, okay, well, how, how have other people done this yes. shit, right? And yes. how, and again, the perception. Yeah. Okay. And one of my favorite graphic designers mm-hmm. of all time is Paul Rand. Ooh. Okay. And, you know, through all this and that and research and everything, you know, we are here today mm. to talk about Paul Rand's seven-step logo test. Don't you want to sing it? <laughs> seven-step logo test. There it is. You gentle listener, you, while we were getting set up here, we were... Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was the song that we were hearing over and over again. <laughs> got in my head and I couldn't it was get great, it out. Yeah. I, don't know where, I don't even know where that came from. <laughs> 
Somebody, somebody's gonna auto tune that and oh make God. make that a dance. Oh God! Right. <laughs> Seven-step logo test. <laughs> so, again, apparently I don't know fuck all. So, <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> we digress. Yes. And apparently I get hired for nothing other than jokes and comic relief. So, so, needless to say, when I get, you know, stressed out, mm-hmm. when I try to re-gauge what the hell it is I'm supposed to be trying to do, yep. I tend to... Go back in history. I like looking at designers of last century. Yes. Okay. Just fuck yeah. to say. Because yeah. that's actually not even that long ago. Yeah, I know. I know. Maybe it's, it is. It's, you know what, dude? We probably have listeners who weren't even we were born, born last. Yeah, oh, I know. my God. We I know, do. I know. <laughs> okay. Long, long time yeah, ago. Like- <laughs> but needless to say, yes. you know what? I mean, some of the greats, in my opinion, some of the founders of this space, this industry, I mean, graphic design has been around technically for thousands of years. Yeah. You know, you could argue this, you know, with hieroglyphics and all this crap. But mm. the reality is <laughs> the graphic designers we know of, you yeah. know, really came to life, you know, mid last century. Yeah. And so when I question myself or when I need sort of advice, you know, of course, I, I, I reach out to other people, but I also like looking back in history. Yeah. I think that's important for us to keep moving forward. Yes. And of course, that's where we are today. Yeah. Because in looking through this, in, in thinking, did I fuck up my process? What am I doing? You know, do other people have process? And you learn about all these other people. And so I reached out and, and I started, you know, learning again and refreshing my mind about one of my favorite graphic mm. designers of mm-hmm. last century, yep. Mr. Paul Rand. Ooh. Right? Very nice. And it's cool Legend. because, I mean, Paul Rand, again, huge for last century, mm. right? Probably one of the most famous corporate designers of all times. Yep. Everything from his beliefs to his attitudes to who he's worked with, the brands he's worked with. And going through all this, I don't know how I missed this, but Paul Rand had a seven-step logo test. Ready? Oh, my God. Seven-step <laughs> logo test. <laughs> there we go. There's, the There's that song. There's the theme song for that. <laughs> I'm going to put that in your head, Sean. <laughs> Oh, it won't go anywhere. It's there for the rest of the night. Singing that one all day. I don't know what's wrong with me. Paul Rand's But needless to say, even he had this way of gauging. And again, I had this in our process. And generally, you know, we show customers this and we rank our concepts and what their thoughts are against this. Sometimes you hit a brick wall like me fucking apparently today. But... You know, it, it was cool to see that even someone like this, mm-hmm. someone who you respect, you admire, you just completely overlook something like this. Yes. And he had something like this that, you know, worked. And again, we'll talk about it, but fucking awesome. Yeah. I would think that this guy would, you know, be out in his backyard and is picking up awesome IBM logos, mm. next logos out of the bush. You know what I mean? Like, right. And that's exactly But no, it. he has a process. He has a process. Holy again, shit. He's, he's, well, he's got his he's own process. He's got, but this is, yeah, again, it's fucking amazing. Okay. Crazy. So, so if anybody doesn't yeah. know, yeah. Mr. Paul Rand. Yes. Okay. One of the most famous graphic designers of last century. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. He was fucking designing for over 60 years. <laughs> yeah. He had a 60 year career. 60 year 60. career. 60. And this is what we keep talking about. Like, I mean, it is fucking possible. Wow. Okay. He was obviously a revered expert. People, mm-hmm. you know, people go out of their way to hire him. Yep. And he had some, and we'll talk about that a little mm-hmm. later, of course, yep. but he was an expert in his field. Yeah. He was the man. He was the bomb. He did editorial designs. He did ads. And of course, he was most famously known for his corporate identity, for yes. his corporate work. Yep. Okay. He was born 
Pere- I don't even know how to say this. Peretz Rosenbaum. Peretz. Oh, Peretz Rosenbaum. Peretz Rosenbaum. Oh, wow. Nice Jewish boy, yeah, right? Jewish boy, um, yes. August 15, ni- uh, he was born August 15, 1914 in Brooklyn. So again, Brooklyn dude, Brooklyn. Right? So that explained his hard edge, right? Because he was. He was kind of like, <laughs> right. you know, he, was, he, had, oh, had, yeah. he did have a really good edge to him. Yes. So, and, and again, the nice thing about this guy is, it, although he was, you know, one of the most famous corporate designers, and he did actually go to design school. Mm-hmm. Okay, he went to the Pratt Institute, oh. okay, of Parsons School of Design. Ooh. Okay. Was he a big fan? Well, no, and that's the funny thing, because he even though he did go to design mm-hmm. school, he always considered himself being a self-taught designer. Uh-huh. See? And that's fucking amazing. Yes. So I don't know what yeah. kind of bigger slap. Okay, <laughs> I slap my college experience. Yeah. So I was like, but he, yeah. this guy actually went to it, did it, and he's like, no, no, Oops. even though you taught me all this, yeah, I'm self-taught. Yeah, I knew this shit anyway. <laughs> right? But it's true. He said he learned from like looking at other people's work, which is crazy because so many people in our space are scared to do that. Mm. They're all thinking that, you know, they're going to be, you know, plagiarism, this, that. But again, it's it's looking. That's how you learn. Yes. And again, perfect example. Like Paul Rand is a legend, Mm -hmm. right? You don't see people being like, oh, he ripped off so-and-so stuff, right? He learned from greats. So he became a great. He taught himself by looking at like European magazines, posters, um, like all kinds of stuff. Like he he really brought that whole simple look to the whole whole mid-century, in my opinion, is just... He epitomizes all of uh, Totally, this. yes. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah, big time. Just ser- researching this and looking through all his logos, you're just like, oh, my God. Right. Like, it's just such beautiful stuff. It's beautiful. It's, and some of it you could tell the almost the decade that it was from. But, I mean, that's not a bad thing. No, it's not at all. But yeah. a lot of it is still, I mean, again, if you look at a lot of the logos that, number one, one of them is still in existence. Yes. His IBM logo IBM is that still. Is, I, you look at that and you think, Holy shit. Like right. that's And he really, did that. Yes. Like 60, 70 yeah. years. Like insane, Crazy. right? Crazy. And so he did that. The UPS logo, more mm. or less, still has the same look, feel. Yep. Yep. It's been modified a little bit, I think, for the times. But yep. again, you can't question. You see where it came from. It mm-hmm. came from him, of course. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the Westinghouse logo still being yes. used. ABC, more ABC. or less, still. The funny thing is ABC went back to a simplified version, which looks more like the original Paul Rand version than their wow. cheesy like yeah. 90s version yeah. when they went all like you know skeuomorphic yeah, and it's yeah, like look we're right. flat but we're really looking like we're 3D guys <laughs> popping out of the TV so it's like you know he's responsible for that IBM yes. Enron Westinghouse right mm. and of course the most questionable one that I think everybody kind of is like yeah what did he do there was his next logo for Steve Jobs is it bad it's not bad. Well, I don't think it's good, but it's not. It's interesting. Though. It's interesting. I feel it's very of the times. Yeah. I don't think it resembles. I mean, again, his thought process and leading up. Again, that was that one that I'm like, you know, mm. am I like going to be outcast if I said I don't get it? Yeah. And I get it. The box, the next the box. box was a black box. Yeah. He yeah. made the logo look like a black box. The next font. I didn't think it suited it. But again, he he believed he was right. Mm-hmm. And again, uh, hey, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, no, not gonna, no. I'm not going to question Paul Rand, <laughs> yeah. but I yeah. still scratch my head occasionally yeah. <laughs> on that logo. And that logo will come back up yeah. in a little bit. We're oh, going to be okay. talking about oh, that a little bit, good, right? Good, good. For the most part, the logos that have been out there haven't been changed. Like yes. you see a lot of the other people, you know, like Massimo Vignelli's American Airlines, that was uh, changed to the time. I, I disagreed with it, yep. but it was changed. Yep. You know, a lot of the greats, but 
his stuff has, you know, barely been touched in all these examples. So again, yeah. he believed that, you know, good design should be functional. It should be practical. It should be aesthetically pleasing. Good designs should be timeless. Yes. Right. And enduring. Like these are the kind of things that we still believe and preach. Mm-hmm. And again, not to be like, well, I do, uh, I do what he does. Right. But you know, it's funny. It, it makes you feel like, okay, it really wasn't my fault. It was yeah. this other guy's fault. When you start comparing what your beliefs are on a daily basis, your practices are. Yeah. And then you, when you gauge them against someone like this, and you're like, wow, there's a lot of similarities. We feel a lot. We gauge whether it was, I learned from this mm-hmm. and it just became part of my subconscious, which yep. became part of, you know, our ethos or what have. So yep. It's it's a good compliment in that sense. Yes. So it, it kind of makes you realize that regardless what the hell that CEO was smoking and yeah. what he's asking <laughs> why for, he was doing this, yeah. right? I yeah. mean, ultimately, you know, in that case, you know, I also believe Aaron Droplin in the sense that you know the customer, it's it's the customer, the customer is right. Yeah. It's their job. Yeah. It's their logo. Ultimately, you know, you're there to try to help guide them, inform them, but ultimately, it's theirs, yeah. and we're doing this for them. But there's something to, to be said about a kid from Brooklyn would say fuck you well, get and, the hell out of here and, you know what i mean so maybe there's a little geogra- geography going maybe, on here right? too yeah, a little we're, grumpy old we're canadians <laughs> you know we're kind of nice we're, we're like we're, we're known for being okay oh, yeah sure okay, okay guys but if we were from brooklyn you'd have probably told that ceo hey. to fuck off right <laughs> Oh, shit. Can you <laughs> yeah, because this guy's got a bit of an edge. Well, too, he which does. It's kind of cool. But, you know, in all fairness, I think a lot of his edge. So, a lot of his earlier stuff wasn't as documented, his whole process, as more the later stuff. Right. And his later stuff, one of the things that he um, believed, which we're not going to talk about today too much, but we will in the future, because mm. there's a whole other episode mm. from Paul Rand <laughs> I really want to touch on that I think people will appreciate. Yes. But one of the things he did talk about is the importance of your self brand. Yes. Which is why he ended up changing his name. Changing his name, right. And built out who he was. Mm. So in the end, when he dealt with people like Steve Jobs or any other, you know, obnoxious CEO, yep. he was like, no, 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 you know. I'm the guy yeah. and you're hiring me. You do yeah. whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. But if you want me to do this, yeah. you do it my way. Yes. And that is part of, that was part of the Paul, Paul Rand brand. Yes. You know, and again, yeah. you have these funny stories about him just kind of being like that grumpy old grandpa, <laughs> you know? And like, you know, there's videos of him like waving somebody out of a back, you know, backing out of a, of a parking lot. And they're like, yeah, he just looks like somebody's grandpa who's annoyed. And he's just like, come on, yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah, a little further, a little, a little further. Yep, yep, yep. I designed the IBM logo. Yeah, come on. Back, come on yeah. back. <laughs> Get his pants hiked up to yeah, his exactly. like to, to his chest. You know, belt just underneath his nipples. But um you know, again, again, brilliant person nonetheless. Right? Yes. Joker or not, you yes. know, and his brand, he's he obviously he's he's still you know revered, talked about studied oh, yeah. very much. Oh yeah. Right. So Paul Rand had four design principles. Yes. That he followed. Nice. Okay. And again, we got some awesome quotes and what they are here, these which are again, brilliant. These are from the mouth of the yep. legend. <laughs> so let's start by chatting about these before we get into Paul Rand's seven step <laughs> logo test. <laughs> I want to get like a xylophone. I can't even say that. Before we get into Paul Rand's seven step logo test. So the four design principles. Yes. He tried to follow. Right. Okay, and, you know, with his words, design principle number one. Yes. Okay. A logo derives meaning from the quality of the thing it symbolizes, not the other way around. (laughs) Right? Yes. Again, brilliant. Yes. And it makes so much sense. And the thing is, 
this is 50, 60, 70 years ago. He's mm-hmm. coming up with these things. Okay, we'll say 50. Of yeah. course, he's coming up with this stuff. Yeah. And it's also relevant today, but it's always overlooked. This is true. He says, it's only by association with a product or service or business or corporation that a logo takes on any real meaning. Mm. If a company is second rate, yep. the logo will eventually be perceived as second rate. Yes. It's foolhardy to believe that a logo will do its job immediately before an audience has been properly conditioned. Conditioned. See? Oh. So he, even before branding was yep. a thing, right? <laughs> he was but all over that. He was all over this shit because he knew it. He's yeah. saying, listen, like, don't don't fool yourself. Yeah. A logo is, you know, as important as it is, yeah. it's nothing compared to, you know, everything else that's going to, it's supposed to be after the that's fact. That's right. Which is incredible. Like, he basically yes. summarized brand before it even existed here. I wonder what he would think of Enron now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's a great logo. You know what? We and I'm curious if he was still alive because he passed away in '96. Yes, when so did that, that Enron fiasco? Oh, that was like like ten years ago, twelve years ago, it something was, like that. Right? Yeah. So poor guy, right? I know. Good thing he never saw that. But it's just like it's such a great logo. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah I know, like, right? Oh, what are you doing? It is. <laughs> there goes my logo. Yeah. <laughs> So again, it's incredible. So, so it's like kind of not putting any more emphasis on the logo, yes. you know, because it's it's not up to the logo. It's up to everything else around the logo, the brand, right. which the brand. is key. Yeah. And we always prophesize this, yes. right? Oh yeah, big time. So big number time. one, that. Number two, the only mandate in logo design is that they be distinctive, memorable, and clear, okay? <laughs> Surprising to many, the subject matter of a logo is of little relevance and little importance and even appropriateness of content does not always play a significant role. What he's trying to say here mm. is don't read in too much about a logo. Don't have to try to read in and make a logo explain every facet of a company uh, because that's not the job of the logo. The right. logo's job is not to sit there and tell an entire fucking story about right. the company. Right. All it needs to be is distinctive. Right. It needs to be clear and it needs to be memorable. So people try to make logos so deep into like Steve Jobs, very first, you know, logo about yes. Isaac Newton was sitting li- underneath the literal. tree. Yeah, yes. right? And it's yes. just like, dude, nobody's yeah. going to read into yes. this. Yes, exactly. You know, or people like try to tell the whole company history within a logo. With just the logo, yeah. Dude, that's not the logo's job. So don't make it, don't give it that kind of importance or emphasis and and make it work as hard as it is. Right. So that's number two. Mm, That's good. Design principle number three. Presentation is key. Mm. This one's important, right? Oh. This one, And this will come back afterwards as well, okay? <laughs> How to present a new idea is perhaps one of the designer's most difficult tasks. Uh-huh. Everything a designer does involves presentation of some kind, not only how to explain, present a particular design to a listener, but also how the design may explain itself in the marketplace, mm. okay? So again, it's just on its own, the presentation part is huge yep. that he'll go on here, right? Yep. On its own, it's only going to do so much, but it's everything else that backs up that logo. Again, yep. the branding He's talking about part. branding here. So he's crazy. so prolific when it comes to branding. He is yeah. not only the godfather of you know corporate design, yeah. but he could very well unknowingly be the godfather a brand. of brand. I yeah. mean, again, because everything he talks about Jeez. is so much bigger than just the logo. Yeah. But he recognizes that the logo is a very important identifying mark of a company. Yeah. It has to be memorable, but it's not the only factor, yes. right? Because people are always like, oh, a logo is a brand. It's like, well, no, yeah, no. a logo is only yeah, yeah. a part yes. of the brand. Yes. Design principle number four, yeah. okay? Simplicity is not the goal. 
Mm. It's the byproduct of a good design and modest expectations. <laughs> okay, so that one made you scratch your head a little <laughs> yeah. bit, right? But yes. then again, he understood the value of simplicity yeah. in logos yes. and made sure that it was in everything he did. He didn't do anything that was very complex, right? Right, And so although minimalism is a really recent term now and it's like the hot thing right now, even yeah. in some ways not even so good, um, mm. simplicity has always been central to how he went about things. And right. so by he's saying modest expectations, right. it's like, look, don't, you know, the, don't expect the don't, logo to be crazy because ex- it doesn't have to yes, be. Exactly. Right? It's just let it let it do its job and yeah. let it do its job at its most minimal level. And that's right. what makes it, you know, so again, that's what makes simplicity the byproduct. Yes. Okay. Of right. good design. Right. So, and I think that's um, that goes across all I know, design in my I opinion, know, right? right? That's Simplicity heavy. is the byproduct of a good idea with modest expectations. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I know that's heavy, that's heavy, but it's really cool it's to think so about, true. right? Yeah. yeah. So these are the basic four principles that he, you know, incorporated in all of his work yep. and how he went about things, right? And this is what turned him into the godfather of corporate identity. And again, we're talking, you know, by following this, he was doing work for IBM. He was doing work for ABC, Westinghouse. I mean, he was the guy. Yep. And again, you know, he was very modest himself. Mm-hmm. He worked his ass off starting from the bottom and just, and became this, yep. right? To the point where he was kind of like, you know, one of the first celebrity designers. Huh. Yes. So much so yeah. that Steve Jobs. Mm, okay. So now this Steve is where we Jobs. bring back good old Steve. Okay. <laughs> so much so that, you know, Steve Jobs, you know, went public by saying he was the greatest graphic designer that ever lived at the yeah. time. Yeah. Right. And, um, you know, in 1986, after he got ousted from Apple, right, with a shit ton of money, mm-hmm. right. And he went and started this other company. Right. Right. He wanted Paul Rand, because he respected Paul Rand, he he respected it. But Paul Rand was contracted at this point. And this was, again, 86. Paul Rand was not a young guy. He was, like, already, what, in his, like, late 60s, early 70s, yeah, right? Totally, yeah, But he wanted the best yeah. to work, right? And Steve Jobs was a pretty arrogant dude. It's more <laughs> arrogant when he was young than he was old, apparently. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, this was somebody that he respected for whatever reason. And Paul Rand was working for IBM at the time. He was uh, contracted, contract- contracted by... Oh. And Steve Jobs was like calling up the president of IBM. And yeah. he's like, you know, come, I, on. come on, I need to do this. I need, and I think it was either the president or the CEO or the vice president, whatever, was like, you know what? Arguing with Steve is futile because the dude will just not stop. And I have to let this happen. I have to let Paul Rand help Steve on this job because Steve will never give up. Which is fucking incredible. But that's how bad. And so put yourself in the mindset, right? Like, you know, he was, Steve Jobs was like one of the most arrogant people out there, period. Yep. Especially at the time. And he was at top of the world and he really wanted this dude, okay, who was basically the blue, he brought the blue collar to graphic design because it was just, it was his whole personification. It was, you know, how he was, how he acted, how he worked, right? Mm. He was very much, you know, like just mind to hand to paper, right? So again, he commissioned Paul Rand for $100,000 back in mid 80s. Oh shit. Okay, which would probably be close to a million bucks now probably, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking, yeah, right? Yeah, I would think so. Um because houses back then mid 80s early 80s you can get a house yep. for like 40 grand up here. Yeah. So I mean in comparison to what yeah. it was, yeah, that's that, a lot. That's yeah. a lot, right? Yeah. So he commissioned him 100 grand to create the visual identity for his company Next, next computers. Right. Okay. And this was kind of like that whole next after Macintosh, next after Apple, because he was already <laughs> kicked out of Apple. This is what he was going to do. So, you know, he got the, um, he got the approval to use Paul Rand. Yeah. He was able to, you know, he, he made in contact Paul Rand. It was like, all right, hundred grand, 
flat fee? Yes or no? Yeah. Okay, good. And then he's like, okay, you'll get it when it's done. <laughs> Leave me alone. Oh. Don't fucking bother me. <laughs> Literally, like, see, so again, the most impatient oh, person in, in you know, shit. Silicon Valley, Steve yeah. Jobs, he's like, no, yeah. Leave me alone. Leave me the hell alone. You'll, get it, you'll get it when you get, get it. it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Wow. And then um and then and it's true. And it's it's they're not even rumors because again, Steve Jobs I there's said a, this. There's a really cool and we'll put it in our show notes, right? Yeah. You can actually go to some of these videos, right? And Steve mm. Jobs, you know, you there's a video, a great like 10 minute video, and it's all about Steve Jobs talking about Paul Rand. Oh wow. Really cool video because it was a younger Steve Jobs. Yeah. And you could just see he was really patient and he, he was he sounded like he was it seemed like he was irritated at the the person asking the questions to make him talk about it, <laughs> but he spoke about Paul Rand so highly. Right. Yeah. So when he was asked what it was like to work with Paul Rand, okay, and I love this, he said, I asked him if he would come up with a few options, and he said, No, <laughs> yeah. I will solve your problem for you and you will pay me. You don't have to use the solution. If you want options, go talk to other people. <laughs> That's literally what he said. Yeah. Oh, so you know, it's like, shit. Can I have more? Can I have more than one option? <laughs> No. no, I'm going to give you one option that's going to solve your problem. And he says that, wow. like he says, to solve your problem. He goes, you don't want to use it. If you don't want to use it, you don't have to. Yeah, You're paying me to solve your problem. I'm going to solve that I'm problem, do this. right? This is what I do. You want options? Go anywhere else. You already paid me for it. So fuck you. Wow. So it was like almost like the battle of two titans at this point, right? Because Paul Rand was so, he was so set in his ways and he he had his brand. He had nothing to lose. And Steve Jobs, you know, was, if anything, at this point, humbling himself to Paul Rand. So it was fantastic. It was just incredible at this point, right? So instead of giving him options, okay, instead of giving him three options and this and that, what he did is he came up, you know, he came up with this booklet. Mm. approximately 100 pages deep, okay? And it was a document based on, you know, this seven-step logo <laughs> test. <laughs> but it was it was basically, it, it had a seven-step logo test, okay? And then it had the whole corporate identity built out. Yeah. And it was just like, look, you're an idiot. You don't need any other solution. This will solve all your problems. Mm. And it really was a giant, and also I found... I found a copy of this online as well. Oh, wow. And again, it's not the full thing. It wasn't the whole page, a whole hundred pages, but it still probably looked like it had about 20, 25 pages, 30 yeah. pages. And you could see what he presented, what he said, you know, how he, how he presented it. And I mean, by today's standards, I think now some of the stuff's more exciting. Yeah. But back then yeah. in this video, okay, with Steve Jobs and everything, it showed Paul Rand coming in there bringing the books and there was Steve Jobs and his whole team. And they were just like kids at a candy store. Yeah, they're leaping through, through it. Book. They're oh, just like, wow. Geez. Right. So this is what, this is where it goes back to his whole concept about the presentation is key. Yeah. Cause in this case, mm. it wasn't what he delivered. Cause now, I mean, so many times right now, people are just delivering logos in an email. Yeah. There you go. What do Big you think? mistake. <laughs> Big mistake. Yeah. Right. Even us, when yeah. we when we present logos, we have a process. It's a whole thing. We set up that we set up the process. We talk about our principles, our our steps, and then we show the concepts and yep. we explain it. So we build the whole story around the presentation, yes. right? Yep. And this is what he did there. He he did this whole presentation and it re it, it kind of revolutionized the whole logo design process. Yep. Okay. Yep. So we're gonna share these with you. We're gonna talk about these. And again, it's incredible that these still stand up now. Yes. Right? With oh everything God. that we're doing now, like nowadays, all the everything that we're seeing in the marketplace, the way we're recommending to pitch, it's incredible. Yes. This is legit. <laughs> yeah. And this is this is last century stuff. Right. <laughs> this is stuff that's 50 years old. Yes. 
and yeah. it still and it's stands. still relevant today. It absolutely. That, that's why it's fucking. It, it's beautiful. Yes. right? it's amazing. Right, yeah. but I mean, again, he outlines these seven steps to gauge a logo. Yeah, to determine its value, its quality, the simplicity, the minimalism, the effectiveness of what he's presenting. Mm-hmm. Right, and he's got this. He's like, "Do you agree?" So it's kind of funny. It's almost like one of those games where he's like, "Well, Sean, <laughs> do you want to be successful?" <laughs> You must want to be successful. Do I push yes or no? You don't want to be unsuccessful, yes. do you? So, okay, let's just exactly. say you're so successful. So, let's follow this. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. And yeah. now, let me ask you something. When In your whole path of being successful, yeah. like it could almost set yes. people up for this. Totally. But it's true. Totally. Because but it, it makes sense. It makes sense because you need to make sure who you're presenting this to is in your frame of mind. Yeah. Right? They can't be like what I just went through and God knows what the hell he was thinking. And mm. maybe, you know, he was just in a shitty mood and, yeah. and he wanted, maybe he was, I don't know, beaten up at home by his spouse or something and he felt like you know he needed to have some quick wins i don't know right but the reality is it's like the reality is it's like you need to put them in your frame of mind and how to present yes and i think that's what this was all about yes and how he went about this so just as relevant today we pitch a a a similar way not not his way but how it applies to us and our customers and i strongly recommend everybody should have a process of a certain take this one yeah do another one it doesn't matter yeah yeah exactly yeah because most of these things you know it's not exactly what we would do but there's a lot of the same kind of principles Mm -hmm. that that always go along with it. So, um, so a little more insight. This is almost game-like how he would do this. Oh, uh, okay. Because he had seven steps, Yeah. right? He would say for steps one to six, mm-hmm. okay, give yourself a score between one and 10. Oh. You know, take oh, really? a look at it, score what I'm showing you between one and 10. Oh, wow. And number seven, question number seven, yeah. give it a score of one to 15 for a total of 75 points. Oh. And then he said, okay, so if it's 60 or above, yeah. It's a great logo. We're good. If yeah. it's under, where yeah. he got that number from? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Paul Rand's mind. <laughs> who's going to argue with Paul Rand? But it worked for him. Yeah. And again, for a guy who's done some of the most iconic logos, mm. right, uh, of last century, how do you argue with this? Yeah, this is true. Yeah, yeah. How do right? you argue I know, with this? Guy? You know, you, I know. And that was the whole point. He's like, here, come on, Sean, yeah. take a look at this. <laughs> is this. Mm. Yes. Give it a score from one to ten. Really, really? Do you think <laughs> yeah, really? it's a, anything you think less that's than a, a three? Five? Come on, come on. <laughs> and see, this is why you got guys like Steve Jobs fanboying over you. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I could totally understand that. This guy right. probably just oozed confidence. Absolutely, but he, he did, knew right? his shit. And he that knew was his the, shit. That was the Absolutely. difference. Yeah. All right. So seven steps. Okay. Here we go. Seven steps to you know seven step logo test. Step number one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is the logo distinctive? Does it stand up from the crowd? Ah, basically, right? Yeah. Distinctive means unique, different from everything else. So does it stand out from your competitors? Right. Does it stand out from the marketplace? Granted, it doesn't necessarily have to stand out from every logo in the world, mm-hmm. but compared to your competition, yeah. it absolutely has to stand out. Yes. Right. And again, this is it has to be unique, you know. So is your logo the right way, different enough that people are going to recognize? Are you using fonts that are similar mm-hmm. to your competitors or different? You know, these are all different things you need to ask yourself because you need to stand out from your competitors you yeah. need to stand out from the crowd right yep. super simple step oh, number one brilliant. is the logo distinctive mm. step number two is the logo visible 
Mm. Now, I know that sounds silly. Because everybody's like, well, <laughs> what do you I mean? Can I see it? <laughs> Can I see it? I'm opening up my eyes. But the whole point, is it noticeable? Is it legible? Is yeah. it recognizable, mm-hmm. right? Accessible to everybody who sees it, no matter how they see it. And yeah. this is key, right? We talk about this all the time. Yeah. People nowadays are building logos using all these really shitty textures and drop shadows oh. and gradients and this and that. And yeah. the reality is, what are people going to see? Yeah. Are they going to see the logo? Are they going to see all the flourish all the- and shit that you put on yes. top of the fucking yes. logo? All the makeup on that pig. All the makeup on that pig. This is exactly what he's talking about. A good logo. Okay, a good logo test to make sure if your logo is actually good is to make sure it actually works and is legible in black and white. In black and white. If you have drop shadows, gradients, you know, flourishes, this, that. Don't. Who knows what the hell it looks like in black and white. And I don't care if anybody's argument is, well, it's never going to show up in black and white. So what does it matter? (laughs) The reality is. It will. Right. Yes. Absolutely. It It has to have a foundation of good design. And that's exactly what he's saying here right it needs to be clearly seen and and it needs to be felt i mean it's all encompassing right and seen without any trouble yeah you shouldn't have to try to squint to kind of make out this uh, yeah right or, not I, at all i think it's what yeah i think that's what yeah, it is but no no yeah so that's number two is the logo visible mm, okay step good. number three yeah. and this one is crazy because this we just did a podcast about this a few <laughs> months ago but his variation is is the logo adaptable ah uh, yes right there we which go. is incredible yes. we talked about a responsive logo <laughs> yep. and how this is the new thing and it should be the new thing yep. he's talking about is the logo adaptable adaptability means that it works across a number of applications yep. and for his time you know the applications are silly because they're a t-shirt yeah a coffee cup yeah. a pen <laughs> A notepad, right? But what we're talking about, you know, a truck, a road sign, like this yeah. is the shit back then. Yeah, yeah. What we're talking about is does it work as, um, you know, a, a favicon? Yes. Does it work in, you know, a social media profile picture? Yes. Does it work in mobile, in social, in print, right? Yeah. So yeah. again, it literally applies the exact same way. It's the same it's thing. The medium's different. Yeah, the medium's different, which he would never have known he wouldn't what have the known. hell the internet was. That's right, because well, he passed that's away not. in 96. That's so right, that was yeah. all before this, thank God, because yeah. that poor guy, if he yeah. saw this shit now. <laughs> I don't even know what he... Oh. Imagine Paul Rand going to Fiverr. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is this? Can you imagine? He would, he would lose He would lose his mind. You ever mind. see that show? What's that, that Walt Disney show about the girl with all the emotions? And there's that guy whose head blows up. That's Paul Rand, okay? Anger. That's him. Short, he stocky, and he's permanent fire Rand. out of his head. Oh, my God. Anyway, oh, is it adaptable? Number three. Brilliant, brilliant. Step number four, okay? Yeah. Is the logo a memorable one? A memorable okay? one. Okay, so mm. the goal of the logo is to be unforgettable, yeah. okay? So they should be able to easily remember it after they walk away from it, yeah. okay? And this is interesting because, again, how many times you're seeing logos right now? Okay, I get it. You know, the logos are getting so damn simple. You know, yeah. it's having the opposite effect. Yeah, you don't remember. Either. I don't remember the Spotify logo anymore because I remember the old simple Spotify yes. logo that kind of looked like, you know, sound waves or quasi Wi-Fi, like it or not. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Now they just gone to word mark. It's just a word mark. Yeah. Google went to a word mark. Yep. Right. A lot of these companies are oversimplifying. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not fucking memorable yeah. anymore. No, I know. <laughs> right. And that's the problem. At, yeah. at the same time, yeah. are these crazy as complicated logos memorable? You know, you got these things you see on Fiverr with drop shadows and this and that and telling 20 stories all in a logo. No, it's too much. It's too much. The yeah. key here is that people need to, you know, see it and remember it thereafter. Yeah. Okay. They need to try to feel, you know, what whatever it is that business problem is solved, right? Uh, Not even going there. I wouldn't even say that. I think it's just like, 
you know, I want a skateboard. You know, my skateboard broke. Yep. Right. And so now it's like, well, I need a new skateboard. Mm. It's a really bad example, Sean. <laughs> but if you created a kick ass yeah. skateboard logo, logo for a brand of new wooden decks yep. that are made of a new composite that it is never going to break mm-hmm. under any stress, I put it in because the middle has got some sort of carbon, you know, layer to it. And so yep. then it's like, when my deck breaks, yep. you're going to remember. I that. have a problem. And I have to remember, oh shit, yeah, that guy that? had the indestructible yeah, skateboard deck. deck. Right. Right. And that logo comes to mind. Yeah. And that's where he was going with this, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's not that, you know, you're going to ingest logos on a daily basis for the rest of your life and remember this. Yeah. But it's when that time comes in your life, yeah. right? That, you know, you have this problem. You got to remember it. If the logo did the job right, you're going to recall that. Yeah. And that's what he's calling about right here. Yeah. And I think his, and I don't know whether it was, it's, it's the same kind of idea because it's a little complicated, but his eye, B mm. M. Do you know what I mean? Like that is ingrained the, into in everybody's head. head. It's complicated. Yep. But the message is like loud and clear. I know, right? You know like I mean? you can never ever forget you, and you those never, names. Never forget that. And that's the funny yeah, thing because exactly. he was like trying to remember these three initials. A lot of people are like, well, "What were those three <laughs> what, initials? Where are they?" Yeah. As soon as you put an eyeball. A, a B, B, literally a yeah. B, and then an M. It's like, oh, okay, no brainer now. Yeah. yeah. So something like that. Yeah, that would help you remember whatever that deck company was that, you know. Yeah, right? Exactly. And that's exactly it. Yes. So it needs to be memorable so that people can easily recall it yeah. in the time of need, yes. when they actually need it, right? right? Number five, is the logo universal? Mm. So this is interesting, yeah. but equally important, right? Mm-hmm. So what he's seeing here is, does the meaning of the logo translate across cultures, right. across languages? Yeah. You know, is it like, think of it as almost, is it like a, a global brand, right? Does yeah. it matter if someone in from the middle of Asia yeah. sees this, right? Or somebody in South Africa or somebody up in Alaska, right? Yeah. The logo should have that same kind of universal look feeling, memorability, right? It should yep. apply to everybody equally. And it shouldn't just be so reliant on one culture, you know, one topic, one idea. It just, it should be simple and universal. Yes. So I thought that was actually interesting, right? That's very cool. Yes, totally. It should, I think what I got here is it should convey the same story, emotion, and brand worldwide. Again, he's on with the brand. Right? Again, yeah. so, I mean, again, well, no, I sucked that one in. Oh, you put <laughs> that my own note. But okay. I mean, I give it to Paul, okay? I give it to Paul. That's great. Okay, <laughs> step number six. Yeah. Okay, we're almost there, guys. We're almost there. This is a good one. Is the logo timeless? Yes. Fuck, we, okay, again, I, I can't I, stress this one enough. I know, I know. Right? <laughs> you and, and he was quick to say, like, I mean, again, when people are trying to craft a logo, you don't follow fashion is yep. what he was saying because mm-hmm. that was big back then. Yep. You don't follow trends. Nope. You don't follow the latest fonts. And he did go talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. Again, the whole point is you need it to be, you need it to be timeless. Yep. You don't want to follow the flashiest fonts, the coolest styles, you know, the biggest colors. So again, the better, more classic that you have your logo that's actually, you know, built on good design principles, on great design, on great balance, right? Yes. The longer it's going to last. It doesn't need to rely on all the flash that's out there. That's right. And this is Paul Rand, guys. This is yeah, Paul Rand. Paul Rand. This isn't Mosmo. This isn't Sean. <laughs> this is an angry designer talk. Yeah, yeah. This, this is, is boy, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And he knew what he was talking about because look, IBM. Still using his logo. And they'll never no. not go Why would that. the ABC yeah. went back to a the, more... Paul Rand logo than what they did. Like they realized go. the error in their ways, That's right? right. That's yeah. right. Absolutely. Those are timeless. And then, and then, when you have said yes to all these other things, mm-hmm. when you said, well, yeah, and yep. oh, okay, yeah, yep. and yeah, 
Okay, yeah. Yeah, got my 60 Step points. Step number seven. Yeah. Okay, step number seven. Is the logo simple? Mm. Okay, and that was the big one, right? He went you know, public by saying logos should epitomize simplicity, yeah. okay? Should epitomize minimalism, yeah. okay? Because again, it's like, a, he, okay, his words, a logo cannot survive unless it's designed with the utmost simplicity and restraint. <laughs> and that's key because how many times do people keep adding? Adding, yeah. well, it's not yeah. flashy enough. Yeah. Oh, it's not this. Dude, if it doesn't work yeah. like that and you need to add a drop shadow, you fucked up. Yeah, it's not good. Plain and simple. If, yeah. if it looks better only with a gradient, yeah. you know, because, you know, without the gradient, it doesn't look good. There's a problem. Then right? that's and not good. Exactly, yeah. right? Yeah. Simplicity is not the goal. It's the byproduct Product. of good design mm. with modest expectations <laughs> yes. right there so it is full yeah. circle full circle <laughs> right so the cool thing about all this is we can use these for ourselves you totally. can make your own list yeah. but the, re the reality is he would put this into his presentation yeah. right he would give everything a score and again he's right from the beginning he's like hey if it's higher than a 60, it's good. Yep. If it's, you know, 75 it's is the goal, whatever. That, You're all in agreement? Yep. Okay, good. And again, it's that whole collaborative mindset. Right. And I fucked up because I didn't. I, I, I missed didn't. my process. Yes. I was like, okay, well, you know, yeah. I thought I had cred with you. I guess yep. I didn't have cred with you. Yep. But again, in this situation, he did. Yeah. And this is how he set that credibility. And again, I gained that credibility with people I've never met. Yeah. Presentations, first-time CEOs, because I follow our process, yes. I present our process, and I'm like, listen, this is how we do things. This is how we write things. And you can disagree, but this is a... And in the end, they're like, no, it makes total logical sense. So why would I disagree? Exactly. And that's what he was doing here. So that's why this whole next logo, even though it's kind of questionable and I'm not 100%, I can't say I'm 100%, it's grown on me more yeah. over the years. Yes. But it's still that cold, you know, scratching your head moment. Like, how the fuck did this... Uh... So was Steve Jobs actually doing the box? Yeah, so the box so that's was... That's what it was. That's what the next box, that's what the product was, that's what that looked like. That's what it was supposed to look like. Yeah. To me, that's perfect then. A little 3D box with the funny word next. So, okay, so one thing he did that I thought was kind of clever was... So again, they were creating this box for the education space oh, okay. right and oh. it was supposed to be a whole other level altogether right oh. it's supposed to be a whole different level of computer you know unlike anything else that was out there well that was the intent okay okay and the original company was named capital n and then next yeah paul Rand was like no 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 he made it capital n lowercase Lower e and then capital n yeah. capital t yes because he wanted the em the emphasis <laughs> on education on education He's like education. You think of Einstein e equals MC squared. Yeah, He's like that. Casey. That that letter alone has a lot of credibility. So that was the clever part of what he <laughs> did in that presentation. Yeah. That he changed around how the letters were spelt, uh, or sorry, the the uppercase, lowercase, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And he honed in on that. And then he represented the box. And Steve yeah. Jobs was in love with the design, the physical design of the box, of yeah. the unit, because it looked beautiful. Yep. Unfortunately, they, they never really got to market. It never whole, did, did it? No, it didn't. It, they, they couldn't make the rest of it as beautiful as the outside. Mm -hmm. But the reality is it was enough that, you know, it got him where he needed to get. Yeah. It got him, you know, the uh, the praise that he needed. Uh, Steve Jobs was basically happy. Yeah. He, and he, he didn't look at it and be like, oh, that's fucking yeah. shit. Like yeah. everybody's waiting for Steve Jobs to trash it because he does that. And everybody, that, that was his personality. <laughs> he just flipped. 
<laughs> yeah. He didn't. And he didn't. Yeah. He didn't because, again, the presentation, the way, you know, Paul presented everything, who mm-hmm. he was, you know, the brand he built for himself. Yeah. Boom. This is what he did. Yeah. Jeez. You know, if I had a checklist yeah. for that logo mm. with the seven step program, I think. Oh. I think it would hit all, it would check well, it all does. those boxes. It absolutely does. And again, I was kind of tweaking it and testing it myself. Yeah. And again, and I, and I said, and I've said it many times, I'm not the biggest fan of that logo, but it does check all hmm. these. And it was unique enough at that time yes. that it was different than anything else that was out yes. there, right? It yes. was different enough from anything else yeah. that was out there. Yeah. And, you know, oddly, again, this this computer would have been the com- a competitor to IBM. IBM. It would have been a competitor to Mac. It was what Steve knew. Mm-hmm. It was the world he was kind of building. Um. So it was kind of funny how it all played out for yeah. him but again i thought it was interesting to because this is this is he's just into the uh, peeking into the mind of paul rand yeah how he did things how he presented things how yeah. he believed things and how much of this applies today yeah yeah fucking think it was brilliant <laughs> exactly and you know what someday you know maybe 60 years from now somebody's gonna dig this stuff up and say hey you know what this all works still today and it will it will because this is the kind of stuff that's timeless, dude. Absolutely. Well, and again, it's all—it's all just like foundation. It's just good design, yes. start to finish, with yep. all of this. Exactly. You know, and again, it's all—it's good. You can say whatever you want thereafter, but yep. I mean, honestly, you follow this process, you will always get something strong for a company, a brand. But yep. the part I love about this is the expectations as yep. well, right? Because yeah. again, it's you, people need to understand that the expectations aren't that the logo is going to save your company. That's right. Right? Your company is going to save your company. Yes. The logo is that beacon yes. that will either say, yes, that's a great company, or, oh, that company sucks. Yeah. The logo is <laughs> not responsible for it. Your company is. Yes. That's why this guy was just like, he was so ahead of his time when it comes mm. to this. Because again, you know, this wasn't even, the branding really wasn't a thing. It wasn't as a far as deal. I knew, it was like mid, late 80s yeah. when it just started being talked about from what I remember. Yeah. I don't physically remember actually touching the term brand until, like late late 90s early 2000 to be yeah. honest so um that's why it's just like wow like he knew it he yeah. just you he know totally he was the head of it all that. yeah fucking cool eh? wow that's really good that's awesome man he it's also i remember i also saw a little clip of him bitching about how you know everybody's trying to like dissect graphic design and, and all these and i was just like oh man good thing you passed away in 96 <laughs> You didn't hear about UX, UI, experiential. Fucking, oh, you'd have lost his software shit today. Oh, my oh. God. There's so many different subsets of design now. It's just, it was like, I feel like everybody's jumping on the wagon, and that's what he was going on about. It's true, right? So was he kind of crotchety then? Was he crotchety, old man? <laughs> well, I can't. I can't actually say. But if you see the interviews, he's kind of like that. He's got an edge to him. He's got a. He's got a cool edge to yeah, it. Yeah. He's not like Mister Happy. He's <laughs> not like you know. But but at the same time, I don't think he was. He just kind of reminded me of grumpy old grandpa. <laughs> a grumpy <laughs> grandpa. You know that everybody loves, and they're like, oh, you. <laughs> oh, grandpa. He's yeah. on his on his soapbox again today. <laughs> Oh, oh shit. yeah, that's funny. Well, all right, I think I think we touched enough here on this one, really right? Good, yeah. Again, I do want to tell everybody that we have part two to this in yes. the near future, but there is <laughs> going to be another Paul Rand episode in the near future, which I think is of equal, if not 
more. Ah, uh, what can I say? It's also equally good. It's just as good, yeah. The, and in completely different stuff altogether. Yes. But just like, wow, yeah. dude. Yeah. Like, good this, on you. This dude, I mean. But I want to make sure I research this stuff enough um, yeah. on the next one because I think um, I think there's a lot of validity into this one moving forward oh, into the future of all big of time, us, right? Big time, yeah. yeah. This guy's a legend. There's he no, really is. There's no reason why we can't devote two episodes to him. Oh, shit, right? Yeah. Absolutely. I'm yes. surprised we didn't like just talk rant about it now for the next hour. <laughs> but really, be, I had a problem be, and I had to rant about my problems. Yeah, so exactly. Make me feel a little better about it. But it, it does make you feel a little better, right? 100% it yeah, does. It absolutely exactly. does. And, and that's good. So you know your processes are important. And when you deviate from them, ultimately, you, you, you yeah. know, shit goes sideways and it's really kind of sad. Right. And our yeah. processes generally in our presentations, we don't just, we don't design on the fly. Nope. We don't sit there and, and take these kind of requests haphazardly. Notes during the meeting, you know. Right, like, right. Yeah. We, and we make sure that we present everything possibly. Yeah. You know, we, we lay out our groundwork, our foundation. Mm -hmm. And we're like, okay, what you're going to see is going to be based on this, 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 and this. If you disagree. Yeah. While we're doing it, you tell me. Yes. But I suspect it's not going to. You're not going to disagree because if you agree with these five things, yeah. then you're going to agree with everything I'm going to show you. Exactly. Didn't have that opportunity. I got I got blindsided. Yeah, and that's too And bad. I'm paying for it. Yes. So, again, just so you all know, it doesn't matter how long you've been doing this, shit happens. Yes, exactly. I'm a little, I'm a little bitter about it. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm a little bitter about it. Now, is there a way to show him examples of how it's going to look? I'm in, still in trying. This. I'm still trying to figure this out. Oh, you are. I'm okay. still trying to figure out. I'm trying to figure out if it's a, keep us posted. Well, a lot of we'll see. We'll see how it happens. It's interesting a, to see how that plays is, out. So one thing, one thing I need to work on, mm -hmm. and one thing I don't know enough about yep. is is the politics of the whole thing. Oh. I don't know enough about oh. politics of business, politics, and sometimes there are certain things that are bigger than we are. Right. We can do everything right, and it's still going to play against us. Yeah. And I have a feeling that this is a situation where it's like it's more political versus. Is, you know, design versus, you know, good design principles. Right. I have yeah. a feeling yeah. and I'm still trying to understand what that looks like. Mm -hmm. Right. Because again, this, that's has been, hey, I've learned a lot of shit over the past 25 years, <laughs> yeah. you know, from just how to run the damn business yeah. to, of course, honing design skills to yeah. pitching to presenting to this or that. Yep. <sighs> you know, it's like you can't get it all. I, I <laughs> politics. I never worked in a company, so I never understood the politics. This is it, and I only ever experienced it from the outside looking in. Right, and I know from a lot of the the DMs we get. I know from a lot of the comments we get. People deal with politics all a the lot. time. Yeah, and I think I think there's a, a huge topic to talk about here. Yeah. I just I don't have the knowledge for it. Yeah, maybe I'll dig a little deeper, talk to some people about it, and see see anything. Because yeah, I think. I think yeah. that has a huge part to it. And you play into the politics. You totally do. Yeah. You can be great. Yeah. I just haven't figured that one out. Yeah. Well, you're really personable, so you should be able to do this. You'd be like <laughs> and Bernie handsome. Sanders. You know? <laughs> and handsome. Yeah. He's like, hey, hey, how you doing? Hey, yeah, hey. yeah, all right. <laughs> just sing that song. Yeah. Right? <laughs> Seven steps, logo test. That's it. Why Why do I have to do that with my voice? It's <laughs> brilliant, though. It's like, you know. Oh. It requires it. That's it requires the thing. It. The simplicity of, of, <laughs> of what we're talking about. Oh, God. On that note, I got to finish this off before I do anything else more stupid. <laughs> I hope you guys like what you heard today. Yes. Please, by all means, leave us comments on our Instagram. Drop us a note on our YouTube. Um, you know, hit us up, DM, or you know, like, or comments anywhere, even on our website. Yeah, we try to get back to everybody. I'm almost caught up on all the Instagram comments. Ooh. 
Yeah, it's a little bit of a hard one. This one yeah. was over the holidays <laughs> and stuff. But please, by all means, you know, like don't be scared to reach out because we love reaching out to everybody. We love talking to everybody. We're doing this for you. Don't be scared more than anything to leave us a review. We've had some great reviews. I had an awesome sarcastic review. <laughs> I don't know if you read it. And they're no. like, it, it starts off by, you know, she's all pissed off on us. About, <laughs> she's disappointed. And she's like, you know what? These guys aren't fucking angry at all. <laughs> right? <laughs> What the what? hell? Now I'm mad. <laughs> that actually made me smile. So I couldn't get angry at that, that one. I was great. like, ah. anyway, by all means, you know what? Um, we want to reach more people. We And the only way I think we can get up ranking is just by comments or, or yeah. reviews on that shit. I hate yeah. to say it. This is the political bullshit. There, there you go. Apple's political Look at bullshit. You. You're playing the game already. <gasps> yeah. You got this, See, man. I, yes, I got this. <laughs> <laughs> and I think that's it, right? Yeah, dude, that was great. This okay. is a fascinating man. Certainly check him out. If you've never heard of Paul Rand, then yeah. here's your opportunity. Here's your opportunity. To and to, and to discover take, an amazing dude. And to take what he's done and use it for yourself. Yes. Honestly, I mean, you know, uh, it kind of worked for us when we fumbled across it. I was like, oh shit, he mm-hmm. did this kind of shit too. Yeah. Actually, not the kind of... It, always worked for us it, yes it always works for yes us. and again it's just proof that you know if it works for someone like him and if it can work for someone like us shit it could work for you so yeah, you know totally. do it up yeah do it all right yeah with that being said <laughs> my name is massimo and my name's sean stay creative and stay angry Peace. Go.